0: Hello and welcome to Wednesday Wanderings. These are shorter weekly episodes where I talk about lifestyle, business, and philosophy in my work as a bushcraft instructor, forest school leader, and conservationist. If you're interested in finding out more about how to earn a living and what the lifestyle of a woodland leader is then stay tuned and we'll dive right into this week's episode. So after spending a lot of time away in August on many different adventures I've I've been back and aiming to spend a lot more time with my partner with my family and 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 having a, and kind of getting back to a better work life balance and the discussion has been a lot around on that I mean it wasn't intentional that I'd spend almost the entire month away from home, but things lined up, opportunities happened that I didn't feel like I could turn down so yeah so so in that case work-life balance skewed very much towards the work. And one of my my favourite phrases and sayings is that balance is a verb, not an adjective. So there's no such thing as a perfect work-life balance. You're going to have to make adjustments one way or the other. You're going to start off leaning towards work and then you may well have to adjust all the way back further towards life before you can come back to the middle. Just like when you overbalance, you need to overcorrect. And the whole idea is that you try and reduce the swings. You try and keep the, the little motions to a minimum. That's the idea of balance. And so when you head in one direction, it's, you're going to need to come back around in the other direction. And I feel as long as you're having open discussions with the people in your life, whether business or personal, you, you can go a longer time in one direction before you have to come back. And I was very clear with my partner that, yeah, I am going to be away and in fact the the rest of this year is going to be dedicated to a big push towards making bracken outdoors work and she understands that for us to have the life we want i'm going to have to work pretty hard now and in the hopes that i will have a better balance in the future in fact it's not just hopes it's a very definite goal and i wouldn't do it to her by making this a long-term thing where i work 10 hour days six days a week forever that's just not what i want to do and the not not the kind of relationship or work i want to have so that means that i've been i've been scaling back a bit week and i've actually had some time to relax so on but the trouble is when you are self employed working for yourself, is that it's difficult to separate the two. When you have an office job and you can just walk out of that office and switch off your phone, pretend you don't know where it is, chances are you could get away with it. Though I recognize that for a lot of people, work does have a habit of creeping into personal life but you at least have plausible deniability that, you know, well I couldn't, sorry I couldn't be reached that kind of thing whereas when you're your own boss your boss can be absolutely awful he knows exactly when you are slacking off, exactly when you can do more work and he's tough on you so in general it's difficult to separate the two. And especially if you have made what was once a hobby now a job. So being outdoors was my hobby for a long time. I had really enjoyed it. I still enjoy it. But now when I'm out, at the same time I'm also kind of working. Like hey, that looks like a nice bit of hazel. That would be really good for doing some carving with the children this week. Oh, oh look there's there's some deer, maybe I should see if I can track them because tracking would be a good, is an area of professional development for me, so I'd best uh, take some time and <laughs> go track these deer. It, it scrolls in and it comes in in other ways too, where you have people you really like, that you do stuff with, and you never know quite where to draw the line Between, okay, I'm offering you this as a friend, or I'm offering you this as a business. It's like, hey, can I borrow XYZ of equipment? Like, most of the time, yeah, value given. But at what point would you go, yeah, that was bought for a business, I need to make my money back on it, I'm going to have to charge you a little bit. I'm not saying that you should, you should uh, charge your friends as much as you would uh, a random passer-by and there's, there's a lot to be said for, for giving with no thought of receiving but there, there are points where you start to go so you've engaged my services before as a business are you asking me to do this as a business because you paid me before for something is this expected as a freebie because you've, I've worked for you before or because you're friends with me? Or I know you really well, your colleague, your acquaintance, etc. It becomes really difficult to separate the two. Like, do I... Like, hey, can you teach me this? Well, yes, I can. If you're a good friend, I will. I will... I will go out of my way, I will definitely teach you things i love teaching but then it's like okay would you mind coming in and showing a group of us like yeah sure uh what's the rate going to be it's like crickets because because if if i don't charge for that then i'm diminishing my own market and making it harder for me to earn a living but then i'm thinking well what if I do this for free and all of those people tell someone else and then I'm gaining market because I've done something in real life. Or I could just run as a taster and then sell them on doing a full course. So, yeah, I'm still undecided as to where, what happens there, like there's certain things I've acquired for the business like a van and it's expensive running a van and some people take it for granted that you'll just turn up and help them move or move equipment for you or collect something for you and yeah sometimes you might feel a little taken advantage of and sometimes you feel like yeah I should I should get more for what I'm doing or I should, or just just throw a nice gesture if someone does something for you have a think see what you can give them in return unless the, the bank account is doing pretty well, as in the emotional bank account. So this is something that I use to... Emotional bank account is something I use within relationships and I found it very helpful. It does make things sound very mercenary, but the fact is sometimes you need to have a way of quantifying your relationship with someone. It helps you look at both things basically if someone does something nice for you it counts as a deposit if someone needs something from you it counts as a withdrawal so there are people who add in for a while and then they have a rough time and they need to withdraw for some time and that's perfectly okay they might even go into the red a little bit and provided they've made a good amount of deposits a lot of the time it's okay but if you have it run the opposite way, oh, sorry, if you have it as a constant, like if they have a terrible credit score with you, like they're always taking and they hard, whenever they have an opportunity to give, they don't. That's a good reason to reevaluate that relationship. And of course, in a business, that means going, hey, yeah, I understand you think you've got some expectations because we know each other but I'm operating a business here and I'm going to charge you something and so so go go out of your way if you can for people that do nice things for you it doesn't have to be monetary just send them a nice message I mean a nice message after I do something it's wonderful I did something last week took my van on a job I knew I likely wasn't gonna get paid for it but I got a really nice message it and up until that point, I was kind of going. Should I just kind of send them an invoice? And they sent me a really nice message, and I'm like, you know what? That's payment. If you happen to butcher a deer, send me a bit of mince. Make me a sandwich. <laughs> Anything. It's 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 all good. But anyway, so work-life balance is fundamentally tricky, and. You've just got to just got to remember that it's important, whatever your job, to make sure that you have time that is really, truly for yourself. Even if you can, if it doesn't feel like it's for yourself, then just run with that feeling. Go, I need to do something that really is good for me. So that, I think I've gone on long enough. This is longer than usual, so I will say. Thanks for listening, thanks for watching and remember, make the most of every day and I will see you next time.